0: Greetings. Self-defense training in Virginia Beach, Virginia. So I've got this really cool program going on here where we can train in self-defense techniques, including boxing, submission wrestling, kickboxing. And we're going to be doing this all in the Outdoors and Powerhouse Boxing and Kickboxing in Virginia Beach. Powerhouse Boxing and Kickboxing is off of uh, Rosemont and Holland. And they've got a great little facility there with mats and a ring and heavy bags and all the equipment you need to train in self-defense. And I got a link here. For the site you can go to, it's on my Brave Original Lifestyle Design site through Hakeem Alexander Communications. And you can, it's the same title here, it says Learn Self Defense in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Learn Self Defense in Virginia Beach, Virginia. And I'll just look take a look here it says martial arts training based on kickboxing, wrestling, capoeira and street fighting. Learn how to use your body to defend and counterattack from any position you find yourself in by custom training to the best of your abilities. You will strengthen your competence, feel incredible energy, transform anxiety or stress into calm relaxation, increase flexibility, endurance and overall quality of life training is provided through one-on-one or small groups up to four participants and through multiple messaging channels on the internet and offline the course descriptions in the links links below provide an outline of a small percentage of the physical skills you will learn and practice so i have links there and also i'm not limiting the groups up to four participants to four we're going to be doing this only on wednesdays and fridays so those are only two days a week so you don't want to sign up for this if you don't have Wednesdays and Fridays free uh, to train only Wednesdays and Fridays, you go to the page that's on the link there. It's going to give you that little description that I read there. And also it has a PayPal button there and it says one hundred and seventy five dollars each month. You'll And it says Kappa Geta, Martial Arts, Women's Self-Defense and Combat Sports Fitness. And you'll get all that for one hundred seventy five dollars a month. Uh, Like I said, we'll be using the facilities of powerhouse boxing and kickboxing. And a lot of times, uh, once we agree upon it, we're going to do a lot of training outside. It's nice and hot outside. We're going to show up there with like two gallons of water, you know, a gallon jug of water in each hand. Drop it on a picnic table or something like that. You know, we'll have a bag full of towels and we'll get out there and sweat up a storm. We'll make sure we got we're near some trees with some shade. You know, we're going to go there and play in the grass. And we'll learn all these different techniques. If you want, you can bring gear. The main gear that I usually uh, suggest bringing, in the very least, is a mouthpiece. Um, you gotta have a mouthpiece, towel, um, and also, again, plenty of fluids. You gotta have plenty of fluids to drink. So, um, and again, it's Monday uh, is off limits. Tuesday off limits. Wednesday, ding ding ding, yes. Thursday off. limits Uh, off limits Friday ding 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 yes so Wednesday and Friday those are the two days we'll be training Um, we've got a big window to start classes on those days so first classes though uh, start officially are 10 a.m. on both Wednesday and Friday and then go for an hour now uh, you'll be able to go for an hour either on Wednesday or Friday, so you're going to pick one day. And if you choose a twice a week option, you get a, uh, you two 40 45-minute sessions. But we'll see how this, this works out. I've already got some really great Capoeira students. A lot of people are picking up the skills really quickly. Uh, also, there'll be a lot of other things that you can learn um, that are not in any of the online uh, posts or anything like that, which if you want to learn meditation, hypnosis, you want to learn yoga, become more flexible, of course that's always part of training physically and martial arts. So all of that, you'll get there. Uh, there will be a lot of one-on-one training, lots of lots of close attention. And again, just go to hypnoathletics.net. Uh, the, the link is here in this call-in app. And you'll scroll down there, you'll be able to see the PayPal buttons. Once you're signed up, you can choose to send me any special messages you want through PayPal when you're paying. Um, but then uh, also, you can, when you're done, email me. You can email me at hakeem at hypnoathletics.com or hack at unequilibrium.com. Uh, all the information is on that page there as well. So underneath the PayPal buttons, you'll see the address of my main office which is at, uh, 900 Commonwealth Place, suite 200, Virginia, uh, dash, uh, 417, Virginia Beach, Virginia, 23464. And you'll also see three numbers. You'll see my office phone number, 757-834-0010. The fax is on there. And then my mobile is on there. So you can't, and sometimes if I'm not, most of the time I'm not even in the office. I'm a digital nomad, as they say. So I, uh, my, my, my calls will will get forwarded to me wherever I happen to be, and I'm often very occupied with some little activity or adventure that I'm doing, so I may not answer all the time, but please do uh, leave messages, and you can do that. Hold on, i got a caller here. Uh, hello, Moshi. What's going on, man? I didn't see you in the queue. I was looking at another page. Welcome to the uh, self-defense training in Virginia Beach, Virginia.
1: Nice. Thank you for having
0: me. How you doing today, Marcio?
1: Good, good, good. So, what type of self-defense do you uh, train?
0: Um, it's uh, it would technically be called mixed martial arts, um, but I'm real old school. Uh, I started learning about mixed martial arts from Bruce Lee uh, publications um, when I was growing up in the uh, you know in the '80s. There were a lot of ninja movies and a lot of um, a lot of Bruce Lee and Kung Fu movies on so that's where how I got into it so it's really a mixed bag I started reading a lot of Bruce Lee books and really figured out early on that you know learning how to strike and learning how to grapple were two things you really needed to know Um, and that's kind of how I carried forward
1: is is grappling and uh, a large aspect of self-defense or is it more Um, like Kraft Maga style like do whatever you can to defend yourself
0: so, yes, yeah, so exactly. That's exactly what it is. It's valetudo or anything goes. It's whatever you need to do to defend yourself. However, I start everybody off from a position of really good standard physical fitness basics, you know, making sure they have, you know, just regular stuff, endurance, strength, flexibility, you know, lots of personal awareness. So building them up while teaching them skills, you know, just for example, one tip is, you know, if you have to defend yourself, there's There's not never a good idea to put your hands up in a fighting stance like you're going to fight somebody you know that's never the thing that you do you don't announce hey I'm about to defend myself, you just defend yourself so there there's a there's a pro tip right there um for you know it goes along with the question you asked Moshi do you yourself practice and if so, what do you train in
1: No, I previously trained in just you know pure boxing i did okay. some I lived in Israel for three years, so I trained some Karaf Maga there, but nothing I would feel comfortable saying that I could probably really defend myself. And...
0: Well, it's interesting you say Israel. Are you Israeli? Because the name Moshi—I know the only other person I know named Moshi. His name is Moshi Levis, and he's Israeli Jew.
1: No, no, I'm I'm an American, but I lived around the gro- I okay. lived around the globe. I just lived in Sierra Leone, Africa. I lived in hmm. Mexico. I lived in Switzerland. So I lived yeah. in many places. Now I'm in America.
0: So you're a fellow traveler, man, because um, I've been, uh, you know, traveling quite a quite a bit myself too. So that's great to know. Um, are, do you have any plans on continuing to uh, train in martial arts?
1: You know, I would really, yeah, I would really love that. I'm out in Virginia, <laughs> but yeah, that's cool. Well, I, I have just... a really good training program that's online
0: yeah. as well, and that I also do show lots of videos. I can share that with you at some point in time as well.
1: Yeah, yeah definitely. Sh- as a definitely... matter of fact.
0: I have... Yeah, I have... Sorry, I'm cutting you off, but I do have some videos. One of them that's really good is, is a mirror neuron training video. So if you have any training experience at all, like it seems like you do, like you've done a little bit of boxing especially in Krav Maga, um, there's something you should look into about mirror neurons and training mirror neurons for people who are also experienced with that. So I'll send you a, go- a nice video that you can check out for uh training purposes and you can kind of get started with me through that it's on youtube i'll send you the link and um i think you'll yes. really like it and it's I also
1: you can send me the link here yeah great.
0: and also you can just look at the name of the show is kappa Geta. so if you just type in kappa Geta on youtube that'll take you to the youtube channel where i'm putting up videos and more and more of them are becoming tutorials before it was just a video log of me training when i was in asia but now it's uh more tutorials now that i put down some uh now that i touched down back in the U.S. So, <clears throat> um, so we can get you started with that. So Moshi, what, what else are your interest, if any, in martial arts? What is it that you like to do? What would be your uh, goals? What are you looking to do? And what interested you in even listening here?
1: No, I just jumped in the app, well, mostly just because I was curious. And there's not yeah. that many live shows. Yeah. Um, so sure. I saw you were alone. I thought it would be nice to join you.
0: Yeah, you know, a friend of mine, Chris, was supposed to be here, but um, we were actually doing this together, and he's actually sitting in his car across in the parking lot. There. I don't know what happens to him. Anyway, looks like he might have taken off, but uh, anyway, um, but yeah, I'm glad you called in. So, yeah, man, I'm just, and I, I'm doing this mainly just to get the word out, because I multi-purpose all of my different media messages and just let people know. And um, and the good thing is you called me from a distance because I also have a lot of distant program distance programs and of course lots of really great stuff on YouTube and my website. So
1: I, I looked up Kappa Geta, I couldn't find it. I, maybe I spelled it wrong. C A P P A? Oh no no no.
0: It's 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 K A P P the Greek letter the, the the tenth letter of the Greek alphabet, Kappa. K A P P A and then Geta, G U E R R A. One word. Uh, yeah. So And uh, because I choose, you know, very unique spellings and presentations of things, it should be the only things that pop up that have to do with me. Um,
1: Martial arts. Kappa Hey, yeah, I found you. Nice. Nice. I'll subscribe to your channel. Great. That's awesome. And that's all I can ask for. Yeah. Yeah. And there's not much more I could give. Yeah, I,
0: I appreciate that. So do you mind telling me where are you located, Marshall?
1: Right now I'm in New York City. Oh, awesome. I
0: love New York. Yes. I was born in New York.
1: Yeah, I'm back home. Where in New York were you born?
0: I was born in Queens, New York, in, Jama- in Queen, uh, Queens Hospital. I lived in Jamaica, Queens, and then the Bronx. Oh, the BX.
1: I grew up, you probably yep.
0: never heard of it, but
1: Far Rockaway? Oh, of course I've heard of Far beach I used to go, to
0: the, I, I used to, go to the beach there all the time. Yeah, I know you're joking. I, I get the Sark sarcastic. (laughs) (laughs) Never heard of Far Rockaway. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, man. Um, Great play. I wonder what it looks like now because the last time I visited New York was um, like maybe, man, it was a while ago and um, like maybe five or six years ago and I didn't travel around that. I just mainly I I landed at uh, JFK and then took a train to the um, uh, somewhere in the 42nd and Broadway and I was only there for 14 hours.
1: Yeah, but to answer your question, it's been major upgrades. Like, yeah, I don't know if you remember Arvurn um, or Edgemere, those areas when you're heading into Brooklyn from Rockaway. Yeah, don't even
0: sound familiar. So I left there when I was 13 years old, mind you. That was a long, long uh, well, time ago, like, Whatever, like the point being ago. is yeah. that
1: they were super run-down, crime-infested. Yeah. Now they have townhouses and... Uh, beautiful beachfront properties that are affordable. They're building these, you know, small communities. Um, the place where I lived has been a huge increase in, um, you know, the value of homes and property. So it's, it's definitely changed. You know, I haven't been back. I, I was traveling a lot. I lived in Manhattan for many years. I never really popped back in, but now yeah. I've been like going, you know, seeing my family a lot and, and so on and so forth. Sure. And, Um, it's like a different, it's a different world. Oh yeah. Yeah, I know. So you grew up, you grew up in Queens, you lived in Queens till you were 13 and then you moved to the Bronx. Well,
0: I, I lived in Queens probably till maybe I was five or six and then moved to the Bronx and lived there till I was about 12 and a half or 13. And then I went relocated down to South Florida, um, where I was also for about 13 years and then went to Los Angeles, California, where I was also for 13 years and, you know, and then I uh, went out to to China for four and a half years, and that was. And then I just got back um, September of two thousand twenty-one.
1: So we share a lot. I, I worked in the Bronx for a bit, U- University Avenue. Okay. Um, my brother owned some laundromats there, or oh, was cool. trying to acquire them. And I yeah. also li- and I also lived in Los Angeles okay. in Hollywood for a bit. Yeah. Yeah. So it seems like we we crossed a lot of paths. Yeah, I mean,
0: as a traveler, I mean, some of those places are where you would go, right? I mean, if you're from New York, you know, not just any place will do. You got to check out Los Angeles, you know. Um, yeah, I, mean, I wasn't I, was so was a fan.
1: It. It's, I mean, yeah, I, I wasn't a, I wasn't too much of a fan of no LA. I mean, it's it's
0: uh, yeah, every it's different things for different people, you know. So I enjoyed it, um, and I and like I said, you know, I was going to say I've been to a lot of places all over the United States and everything has their own thing
1: yeah and, and those also I don't like to generalize because you find beauty it matters where your mindset is right? I mean you, That's true. you do mar- you do martial arts so you focus a lot of mindset if you're in a good mindset you could be anywhere and it's beautiful That's true. and the music yeah. sounds awesome and it's bright if you're in a bad mindset you could be in a 14 bedroom mansion with three pools and yeah. can't get out of bed so everything's about the mindset. um So you find beauty in everywhere. I mean, and a lot of times the energy that you put out, that's what you attract. So if you're attracting, yeah. So back, if you're yeah. attracting, if you're tra- if you're like, hey, this is all terrible, that means you have to also reflect on yourself and say, hey, is this something that I'm attracting? Right? Like I'm attracting yeah. all these type of people in my life. Maybe that's your mirror. Um, if you're attracting a lot of awesomeness, you're doing a lot of awesome things, you know. Like when you when you went to China, you found your people, right? Because that's yeah. what you put out there, and that's sure. the same where you travel, where you know wherever you go.
0: That's interesting that you say that. Like when I went to China, I found my people. I don't even know if I had mentioned that to you, but I didn't have the culture shock or all these other things that travel. Uh, advisors and other people like that who claim to have been to these places said that would happen to me like they'd be like oh you're gonna have culture shock when you get there and this and that's gonna be so challenging but when I got there it just felt like I was home and I was home for four years and and I was treated like a celebrity and it was one of the most amazing experiences learning the language and just being so immersed in something like that so that's yeah yeah, it was interesting that you said that because it resonated so much because that's exactly how I felt.
1: And I figured, I mean, I also, it was an assumption, I assume that you found your people because you stayed there for so long.
0: Well, it was also convenient, but I wasn't always there because I traveled a lot and did a lot of kickboxing and martial arts competition outside of the country. Um, and so I did travel a great deal to other places like Thailand and Japan and Korea and um, and uh, I've been to India and Russia and Kazakhstan. And so,
1: Damn.
0: Uh, and every single country, I mean, there's 14 countries bordering China. Like it, it was just a really good, interesting time to be out there. Um, and then COVID, you know, which changed everything. But, um, but I'm glad that I, that I got the experience that I, that I did. Um, you know, things didn't turn out the way that I wanted to them to for, with everything that's happened. But, um, you know it's really given me a, a great perspective on how i'm living my life like for example how i've realized how i can establish and do so many things and accomplish so many things but really continue to be able to travel because i really am a nomad i'm a like a visionary vagabond my friend and i were joking about earlier you know nice, um, nice. so yeah man um, are, do you still have the wanderlust are you wonder lust are you still trying to move around a bit
1: no no, I mean, I get, I have friends all over the place that come here, come here, come here. You you know, I, I get pulled in a lot of different directions. Um But I just did a really long travel. And, you know, when coming back to New York, because also you don't want to use travel as an escape, you know, too. And a, a lot of nomads... Tend to do that, right? We things get a little bit uncomfortable. They go over there. They go over here. They go over here. Like they, they, you know, there's some there's some sort of that. So I try to recognize that within myself. Like when I want to jump, hey, do I want to jump to see something, or do I want to ju- do I want to jump because I want to get away from you know somewhere, or I want yeah. to or I'm not, I don't have that dopamine rush that I'm getting in New York. Maybe I'll find it in Miami. Maybe I'll find it in China. Maybe I'll find it. <laughs> you know, like yeah. so understanding that is. Um, you know, it's it's un- understanding that aspect is is pretty big too. Well, it's
0: good that you have that perspective uh, for yourself that um, that you kind of recognize those things because a lot of people won't uh, take that critical look at what things are driving them, and that and you know that could be a problem if you let it be. But that's yeah. But also, great to see.
1: Did, but I have friends that went to. 50, 60 countries, and that's not yeah. the reason why they go. I've also met right, people on my travels that they tell me that's why they're traveling. Yeah, right. They they're like, hey, I didn't like it there. That's I don't really get along with my family. I didn't really feel at home over here. I didn't really feel sure. out home over here. I, you know, I w- wasn't successful in that area of my life. But I think I'm going to be successful here. Yeah, um, that's not going to play. <laughs> it's. T- I mean, maybe. 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 Well, you know, the thing is they'll find their magic somewhere.
0: The thing is, is that I have learned to stick with certain things, for example, like self-defense. And I created a monster, a a monster. Yes, it is a monster and a mantra a long time ago um, where the basic things were focusing on healthy living and self-defense. And I have this mantra that I carry out with me every day. I say it as often as I can. And it's really magical how it it causes me to behave and take actions in such a way that lead me towards continually having that. So I've been fortunate enough to be able to have that everywhere. Uh, Welcome to the room, Gregory. Thanks for listening. But, you know, that discipline of martial arts, uh, it's one very interesting thing because it's discipline and it has very little to do with motivation or being happy or feeling good. The fact that um, my body is so addicted, my psychology is so addicted to practicing physical fitness and martial arts, that is something that has uh, carried me everywhere. I've taken that to many different countries, I've practiced in many different places and that that was one of the driving things was I've always just loved having experiences and having experiences doing and just basically carrying myself and leaving imprints of what I do everywhere. So somewhere I'll go and do martial arts, I've always had to have a guitar. As a matter of fact, there's a specific guitar case that I carry with me because it serves as a backpack and luggage at the same time. And so I travel around like a little troubadour with martial arts and everything like that. So... This this is one thing for me. The one thing I can I also pass along to a lot of people when I when I share martial arts with them, and just the whole idea of healthy living and self defense is this this freedom of self expression and, and learning how to have experiences for the love of them, um, and it's a it's really just about growth and and figuring out how you can fit into the world and be productive and be you know constructive, and you know and be a part of society, but while also serving your needs and trying to find some kind of fulfillment doesn't mean it's going to be a perfectly good person but um but it's worth exploring
1: 100 100 and it's good that you're you know really in tune to why you want to travel so much
0: yeah i just really enjoy it you know um don't you i mean don't i mean you said that some other times that you've done it as an escape and you know the people who've said that, but I'm sure you also have the the experience of just saying, hey, you know what, I just really want to go see this museum or check out this really popular but corny site that everybody wants to go to. Or, you know what I mean, just because you were excited about it. Not you know any- what
1: actually gets me more excited? So that does get me excited, and I, I told you the last place I was living was Sierra Leone, Africa. And yeah, I, did, I did that, right? We bounced around, went to, you know, different animal sanctuaries. And, you know, uh, they, they have this massive cotton tree there that was planted by, I mean, the town I was living in was Freetown, which was the first town that was developed by um, people were, that were previously enslaved in America and moved back to Africa. And they built their own city called Freetown, Sierra Leone. And one of the things they planted there was like this massive cotton tree and it's like in the city center. So I saw like all these really historic sites, but what actually got me more excited about living there was meeting the people and listening to their experiences and how they have fun and what they're developing and how they deal with struggle and um, how they make money and how they transaction and communicate and, and so on and so forth. Uh, and that's, that's what actually got me really excited and I ended up building like these really awesome groups of friends um, there, um, particularly with like um, locals and government officials, which was my job. My job there was to broker um, investment and trade to the government there. And um, there was also really, uh, you know, there was also uh, a small nomad community that lived there too that worked for like NGOs and the nonprofits and were doing trade. And, you know, just meeting those types of people and hearing about those type of experiences was something I've never heard or met. And I've done social media and I've, you know, done different businesses where I got to meet a wide variety of people. But these people are off the radar. So you don't really get to hear, you don't. they don't tweet. They're not posting on Instagram or TikTok. They're not joining apps like this. So you got to hear like some really interesting, you know, thought processes and, you know stories and stuff that i've never heard i don't know if you're still there should i bounce (laughs) no i was listening
0: just because i've realized that sometimes my environment is a little bit noisy but that's great that you organize the community based around your um you know an activity of passion you you know you've got a tribe and you you basically found a way to also you Meet and find new people who are like-minded, and you know that's that's what I really love. And, and then you mentioned the other nomads; it's just uh, you know um, everybody finding a way, which is really cool. Um,
1: and yeah. yeah, if you want, you could go check out. We built um, it's called EmpowerAfrica.com, and okay. they have like a social network of like twenty thousand business owners and VCs and Deal Flow and. It's not the highest quality, but there's some real nice nuggets, and if you ever decide to travel within Africa, particularly in Sierra Leone, um, you'll get plugged in right away, and that might be a really, as someone who loves traveling, it will be a life-changing experience for you to go there in my opinion. That is
0: really cool. So, empowerafrica.com. Yeah. All right, let let me check this out real quick. So so when when uh when did what was the first time when was this company founded empower africa I and mean, it was company?
1: founded a few years ago by a, f- a friend of mine um as you rap-a-port. um if you google martin Rappaport, his father was um one of the people who called the great site it's
0: simple this is great uh
1: yeah, yeah. the pa- empower africa Business community driving business in Africa, fantastic. Yes, yeah, so I helped build um, product around this and build the community. Um, I was like the you know man on the ground in Sierra Leone, um, and then we built the business center. So they actually have like a whole floor in the largest tower in Sierra Leone, of a floor above the mayor, and they host events and bring in trade. and It's really under the radar, but the. The amount of money and interest that's pouring into these countries is astonishing. And the talent I met there, I wasn't, I wasn't expecting this, but like when we would host events and I would just meet these young kids, I mean, I am a young kid, but younger than me, who really had in-depth uh, knowledge about product development, web design, um, spinning up, you know, on-site servers in a country that loses power. I mean, in a city that loses power. It, the, whole, the, the city doesn't have any internal power source, Freetown. It's all run by a boat from Turkey that it's basically um, selling energy to the capital of Sierra Leone. And the power goes in and out. And when the power goes out, generators go in. And I actually got really sick there. ended up in a hospital. And when I was there, um, the power went off in the hospital. And and when I was living there, like we would have, you know, the power go out in the, you know, the house or whatever it was, and something that you got used to, and it was also pretty freeing. Um, So people had to be really innovative there if they were creating or running a business, and so on and so forth to get. Just that's just one hurdle, and there's many, 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 many hurdles. Like it's real. You realize how unfair things are when you're living in a place like that, and I and. Two places before that I was living, but in basically at the center of the Hollywood Hills. So it was like night and day difference. Um, and listening to, you know, meeting both of those groups of people without generalizing was pretty astonishing for me. And I learned a lot and I stayed in touch with people through them Power Africa network. And then <clears throat> I got too sick. I had to leave. Uh, nothing to do with, um, the environment there. I just, had to, you know, come back and actually get proper treatment uh, in the states, and I left. But I'm still in touch with them, and they're doing very well. And of uh, the product that, you know, I worked on is, they're, you know, they're moving forward, and it's cool. So if you ever want to actually take a trip there, um, you can let me know. If you message me on here, if there's a way, I haven't really used this app yet. <laughs> Too much. Uh, then I could make some introductions for you, and when you get there, it's going to be quite an experience. And they have really good food. <laughs> you there or we lost you oh there's somebody else here (laughs) there's three people all right i'll give it a minute and then i'll just bounce